we are live so welcome back to the tubby bear show and this is episode seven i think i'll probably name it like the state of sneakers and we have the guest actually back to back kicksbox streetwear sipo how are you doing hey my brother i'm well i'm well i'm well i hope you are too mm. um yep, yep. it's cold a lot of the time but today it's a lot warmer so yeah quite happy but yeah mm. good man Bless. yep yeah man and yeah <laughs> the last time you spoke i donated two of the three sneakers so how are you feeling yeah. um, i'm very excited man it's it actually it's very it's, mm. it's great because it help, it's going to help with kicking off the next round of the what we call um the kickstart campaign um so where we mm-hmm. collect shoes and um last year we managed to collect I think our target was 50. Uh, we got to, mm-hmm. I think it was 46, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're happy, very happy with that. So, you know, thank you very much to you for actually, um, mm-hmm. you know, helping us with that. I think they'll make uh, a huge difference in someone else's lives. You know, a lot of the time mm-hmm. we hoard sneakers and even our old ones. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, thank you very much, Baba, uh, for for donating those sneakers and yeah. you know, they'll I'm sure they go a long way. Mm, yeah, well, what went through my head when I thought of giving, like obviously I had more beat sneakers, but I wanted to give like decent shoes so that which didn't require much like TLC so that the other person could actually like enjoy it. Yeah, it, it, actually yeah, and that, that's important, you know, because a lot of the time people want to mm. give something you know they they don't really care yeah. you know um it's important to give with dignity and to give something that's that's going mm. to help still you know so and and you know I, i'm glad that you actually um were conscious of that because sometimes i think people don't mm. consider you know where those things are going and they're going to another human being oh yeah i mean i i <laughs> like in the even with christianity it says like treat your neighbor as you want to be treated so i think yeah. i mean i ha- <laughs> you have to show respect i mean of course i mean it depends on the person but i mean it's always good to like try to put your best foot forward yeah always always you know and that's that's you know yeah. it's, it's just just part of treating people with respect no matter you know where they come from People from all walks of life really don't know what the story is behind every person. So just make sure that, you know, you treat everyone, you know, with love and respect and treat everyone equally, you know? Mm, yes, yes, yes. Sifo for president. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to be there. It's not too late. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the topic. I contacted you about the Air Jordan mids, which, yeah. funny enough, is actually a controversial sneaker in the sneaker scene, which I don't know why, but let's dive in. <laughs> it's actually uh, a strange topic for me because I, I, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm really battling to, to, mm-hmm. un- to really understand, you know, even on the various sneaker f- uh, forums and, you know, even in the popular mm. group. There's a lot of yep. um, negative comments around mid. So, you know, I, I try to ask the, you know, the, the question honestly all the time. So, you know, honestly, can someone really take me through what is actually wrong with mids? And I don't know. <laughs> a lot of 
speculation around what the answer could possibly be. Mm. Um, I was actually doing a lot of just trying to research for the answer myself. Mm. I, I I couldn't quite get it. I mean, um, and there, there's a lot of different answers that people are giving. You know, I'm sure you've mm. read a few of those. Um, yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot of loyalty to, towards the OG highs. Um, yep, yep, yep. You know, which are, are very, they, they, there's a strong um, resemblance to, to, you know, the Mets have a strong resemblance to those. And for someone who doesn't really uh, know the difference, they might see them as the same mm. thing. Um, so there's mm. a lot of loyalty and history that, that you know, people are attached to. Um, and, mm. and, and, and then there's the, the purists that feel like, mm. you know, <laughs> it's a substandard product. Uh, it, it's it, it too, it's too similar, you know, to, to the shoes mm. that wrap so much. But, you know, it, it, it's really, for me, it's like it's, it's really opened up the culture and, and created mm. accessibility to those that, you know, want something like, like an, a Jordan 1, you know. Um, they want, you know, they, they want to be part of the culture. Um, it's obviously cheaper. Um, yep. And, and it, it, you know, it creates accessibility. And a lot of the time you're talking about young people that really most, for the most part, don't really have jobs and have limited, you know, allowance and that. Funds. So, so yeah, it's, 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 that, that, that's a controversial thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it was a funny and interesting story for me because the way I actually got into sneakers was by with a mid. I bought an oh. Air Jordan mid shadow. I right. think that was in 2018. And I actually did not know what it was. So I just walked into a sneaker store. I saw it. I liked it. I bought it. And yeah. then I learned more about it. And and. I remember when I tried to sell it, I still didn't know what it was. So <laughs> I wrote in the group one to sell Air Jordan 1. And then people call, was telling me like, no, that's not an Air Jordan 1, that's a mid. And I'm like, oh, so that's what it is. And yeah, I think the ownership was fun with the shoe. Like I didn't have any problems with it. But I was yeah. like, you know, I was still new at that time. And, you know, you're hearing these emotions like, oh, this is not a real Air Jordan and all this stuff. And I kind of wonder, like, if, let's say, someone bought Air Jordan mids, like, before the hype, like, would the new owners enjoy it more? Or would, do you think that'd be, like, a big difference? Um, I think, I think, I think, the, I think they would enjoy it more. Um, mm-hmm. Because, now, you know, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, generally, as people, we care a lot about what... Mm-hmm other people think um mm. when you've got mids and then you see those kind of comments on social media yeah create that insecurity like geez should i still wear these shoes you know what are people gonna mm. say um so people are not allowed to enjoy what they like um for fear mm. of being killed or or you know um you know just just not being accepted um so that's why I find it very. I find it. I find that we need to be more responsible. You know, even these forums where mm. you know, comments like that are made, it's like you know, 
people mm. just need to be allowed to to do what they want to do and, and be what they want to be because at the end of the day, mm. they bought the shoe because they like it, you know. Um, and just just you know, people should be allowed to to like things without fear of, of being made fun of. Uh, so yeah, I think I think they would mm. a lot more. Um, but mm. what I also like, I have to say, is that mm. you know the, the young generation now is that a lot of them. Um, uh, what I admire most is that they are they they really openly express who they are. You'll see that in the clothing, you see that in the music, mm. um, you see yeah. it in, the, in the things they do. There's like not as much fear as when I, when I was growing up, you know. So mm. there's, there's <laughs> less of being boxed. So for that, I I admire you know what the young generation is doing right now, you know, shaping their own mm. future. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, like, especially with the generation right now, like, even with the riots, protesting, I think people are less free and, and what am I saying? Not less free. I think there's more freedom, which is great. And I don't know, I think, I think that's where maybe, like, the communities, like, sneak communities and that those communities might be lacking, because, I mean, we can argue all we want about whether the Air Jordan mid, like, deserves to exist or not. But the real question is, like, people, it could be, like, an entry point to different, like, groups. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, we can't deny that it actually, like, exists. Exactly. It's there. And people are enjoying, enjoying them. And, like, with the, with the recent... Uh, drops in the colorways like i even made a post mm. on my instagram page and i i was <laughs> i don't have bits but i'm excited mm. man like uh, mm. around last year sometime um you know there were a couple of notable mid uh yep, yep, yep. uh you know um and and at the at the time even the purists were like geez you know this is this is a really nice mid okay Mids are whack, except mm. for these two, you know, or these three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so for me, like to to watch it actually unfold like this, because I think Nike is like just just really they 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 you know they picked up on that and thought you know what let's make mids um something great that even the purists can't deny, you know. Um, mm. you on it, but you can't deny that you know the 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 mids has, has become something else now. The quality of materials is better, you know. The mm. colorway is better. It's 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 shape is is shaping, you know. They're creating a, a very different profile for the mids, which I I think is mm. is great for the game because you don't want to see the same stuff coming back over and over. You know, you can retro things a hundred times. Mm. It's like okay, I've seen that before. Now they're taking us in a different direction, uh, which I I I, I love to see. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think um, you know, Jordan has really played off the retros too much, <laughs> so yeah. the the new colors are always you know appreciated, and yeah, I think um, it's 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 funny and weird to me because like whenever I think of the Air Jordan mids, I think of the dunks. Because how those were like 
unpopular and some people kind of spotted the trend and now they're like so hot that you can't <laughs> even get a pair. <laughs> it, it's crazy, right? It's great because Dunks mm. went through the same thing, didn't they? With, with, like, as the mids are going through. Now, when mm. Dunks up, it's, it's, it's madness. Like, you, you cannot find a pair, you know? And now, you know, <laughs> looking at the release calendar, more Dunks are coming. Ooh. You know, more mm. exciting colorways and it's, yeah, it's those chunky donkeys. Yeah, those chunky donkeys, man. You know, um, <laughs> so, so, so you can imagine for someone that couldn't get chunky donkeys, um, mm. colorways create accessibility the same way myths create accessibility, and we people just want to enjoy sneakers, you know, mm. without being. You know, without worrying too much, and the the choices mm. being put before us, I think that's the best thing about the whole the whole game. In that, you know, we can enjoy different things and still celebrate the culture at the same time. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's good, man. And I wanted to touch on a question which actually just came up in my head right now. Like, I know yeah. Jordan always has like some stick for the quality. And it it varies obviously. Yeah. Like people say, the Shatterback like four point those, the orange and white Jordan ones like those are quality. Yeah. But I think of like the newest release, like the Air Dior. Yeah. And although you know people have said like, oh, it's the it's been manufactured in Italy and handmade, but yeah. they are. I don't know if you know the common project. That's also like handmade and in italy yeah. and goes for 400 so one can you could almost like like challenge the two thousand dollar like price point yeah but yeah it's, it's for me you know <laughs> looking at the deal mm-hmm. that i'm gonna be honest with you um mm-hmm. at first you know i was i, I looked I, I i when it first with the image first the images first came out i thought to myself it's it's a very nice shoe, but it's not mm-hmm. great. It's not most amazing Jordan one I've ever seen. But you know it's Dior, and you know mm-hmm. that carries weight. And then you have yeah. the price point that's ridiculous, and you're, th- you're thinking, okay, this is only going to go in one direction. There's obviously going to be a lot of hype because mm. of the collab, and you know the price point itself mm. also creates madness. Uh, and I appreciate yeah. that the hand didn't. You know the quality of it, but um, mm. I, I think sometimes we must be careful as people to fall for hype mm-hmm. because I think the the biggest mm-hmm. part of the whole of the hype around the whole thing now, I mean, you know, pairs are costing ridiculous, ridiculous amounts, and I'm thinking that over ten thousand dollars, bro, on your. Hi. Imagine that. Imagine that. Now you're thinking, where, where is the game going now? You know, what, what's, what is this? It makes you ask a lot of questions. Uh, it's a, there is this decent shoe, but I think over and above anything is because it's a, a Dior, a Jordan collab. Uh, I've, I've, I've seen, you know, much better looking Jordan ones, but that's a personal opinion. A lot of people... Mm. Love it, and that's great. I love it too. I get a pair, but not for mm-hmm. for what they're selling. Not by a long shot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I'm happy that some a sneaker like that exists. 
but I feel like for me, I'll probably like to appreciate it from afar. I don't think I want to buy it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, and you think to yourself, when you buy a shoe that costs that much, um, mm. you know, is the is idea to, you know, kind of put it in a box and just look at it uh, or is it, you know, with aim to resale or, you know, do you wear a shoe like that? So it's, it's, in, it's interesting. Mm. Like, uh, or is it, or it's, it's just an investment, you know. Um, mm. so yeah, there's a, there's a lot of different reasons why we, 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 we get involved in the culture. But yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. for me, it's interesting to watch. Mm. Yeah, I think for me, it's nice to see, like, I think, you know, designer sneakers, obviously, you've probably seen, like, most of them don't do well on the resale market, like, I think of Gucci sneakers, yeah. and you could throw in some other brands, Yeah. but for me, I think um, it's always interesting to see, because, like, the quality, yeah. uh, even with designer sneakers and designer brands, has always come to question because like you get some people say like some Gucci shirts are so like brittle or weak and for me I, I don't know where to fall on the boat because I do have like some designer shirts like I can think of my Lacoste t-shirt which I've had for I think almost 10 years actually and I've just worn the thing it's got yeah. <laughs> I've had it for a while and it's still like holding up pretty well. I think I need to do a review of that shirt. And I, yeah. it almost makes me feel like almost like the Air Jordan 1 quality. Like when it comes to designer things, it can be like a hit or miss. Like either you're going to get quality or you're going to get like ripped off. Yeah. And it's, it's always a, it's, 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 it's you, you always wonder like what, you know, what is going to, feel like like when you what it's gonna look like when you have it in hand or you know if it's if it's mm. what you expect um you know a recent example uh is the the royal toe that that dropped i think it was about could be yes, like a month yes. ago uh we expected me mm. i expected the quality to be like the quality of the letter to be almost buttery you know remind reminding me of mm. the, uh the bread toes you know, this 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 one was mm, like, OG. Well, yeah, poor quality, if you will. But the prices on that are still crazy. You know, uh, for whatever mm, you know, the colorways thousand and above. Yeah, mm. colorways great. So, um, you know, one for 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 me, one has to be. I think it's important for you to get your value for your money. Um, hype is one thing. Um. But value for money is very important. Mm. You know, like you said, when you bought it, it was probably pricey, but you're still getting value from that mm. 10 years later, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's important that we don't automatically mm. knock expensive things for being expensive things. But if it's value for money, then why not? Mm. You know, uh, it's not that it looks good too, but, you know, I think it's important mm. to get what you, what you, what you what you pay for you know and then and, and get the get the value from that yeah um but yeah you always expect you know the expensive stuff to be premium quality and sometimes it's just mm. 
Team Branded this LA. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I think we can segue off to another section which I've written about, like comparing the sneaker kind of culture to the luxury industry. And I, 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 it was funny how I came up with this one because I remember just traveling from, I think it was from Johannesburg to Cape Town. So on my way there, I stopped by a watch store, like a dealer, and I was like amazed by the customer service. It was crazy. And I, I still remember like passing through, I think it was Johannesburg, and stopping by one of those Nike-like little stores and that was back was when the vapor max was like i think new so i tried on yeah. the sneaker i was just trying to get a feel and bro the customer service bro it was horrible <laughs> like for me i like to because obviously like i know i'm privileged but i don't like just go and buy stuff i like to like see how it feels and i want to yeah. experience the product so i'd rather just like go to the store and see yeah. what they're offering. So I was there, I was trying on the sneaker, the Vapor Maxes, and I was like, okay, it's cool. And obviously yeah. it's my first experience with it, so I, I don't know, like, and I'm in my head, I'm thinking like, are the bubbles gonna pop? <laughs> so all these things are going through my head. <laughs> and the guy who's like, uh, who was assisting me was like, bro, get the shoe, get the shoe. And the funny thing with me is that like, I always, like when it comes to those moments like i've gone to car dealerships and expensive like boutiques and yeah. i i never give in to that peer pressure but it always kind of annoys me because for me i feel that if you have like a good product yeah. and you believe people like want it you won't have to like push them to get it i always get like a bit nervous or skeptical when people push me to buy things but on the other hand you hear it from like expensive dealerships like i know ferrari are notorious for let's say if you want the 488 pista you'll have to buy an older california and in my head i'm like what's going on here (laughs) it makes no sense yeah it's it's an interesting interesting dynamic. I, I, I actually yeah. you you mentioned that because uh, I, I just want to make two points in that um in that you know you're you're right with the, with the luxury products and luxury stores mm. you know they they it, it, they they have this confidence that you know you know no matter what you know there's someone out there who's going to buy the product you know so the experience mm. that you get when you walk into the store uh the interaction is very is far different you know from like uh what what i would call like a normal retailer and i think a big part of it you may be talking about maybe there is you know pressure on you know the normal retailers you know targets and um and then things like that and and also perhaps you're talking about a gap in, in in training um because you know, customer experience is, is very is is very important, and I think for someone who deals with, mm. they need to know what they're doing. You know, I've walked into mm. stores many times, and there's uh, shop mm-hmm. assistants, and and you know they just kind of look at you. You know, and it's like you know sometimes wow. you to spend money, like you you're there to mm. to you really want 
you 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 prepare to spend money, and that could be a lot mm-hmm. of opportunity for them because some people are not mm-hmm. very sensitive. It's like, okay, looks like you don't want my money, and then they walk out the store. You know, mm-hmm. then there's guys that'll be like, oh, I just mm-hmm. want the product. So it's important for people to be, I'm gonna say, empowered, because uh, even at that mm-hmm. level. You know, it's a platform for you to learn, and you know when people when you when people have an, a a great experience with you, you know they will they'll mm. be coming back. You know that you won't have to mm. call them, you won't have to put <laughs> pressure on them. They will come there mm. even just to, to you know even if they're not in the market, they'll stop by, mm. see what's there. You know, so a big part of it, I think, it's 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 empowering staff and making sure that you know they understand the big picture and where they fit into that big picture and for themselves how they can grow in in you know grow their personal brand and you know mm. as well as the, the 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 store's brand so yeah it's very very two different experiences and you can experience mm. you can have those experiences in the same mall and feel like you know it's, yeah it's it's worlds apart. I think it's 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 important even for anyone that's looking to build their own little you know business. Um, mm. You know what I've learned in doing this uh, reselling, reselling, being in this reselling mm. business is that people appreciate even a reply uh, on when you when they DM you. You know, um, mm. a lot of people saying you know thank you for replying, and it made me ask myself, but you know. It, that's it, isn't that like a norm where people have to reply? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the customer service, like, although maybe <laughs> I might sound like an old person right now, but yeah. I think it's it's I don't know why it's neglected because I think you find that when you have like such a good experience, mm. like I walking into that watch dealership i picked up a hublot book and i've had such a good experience that like i'm pretty sure one day i can i'm probably gonna buy a hublot watch and it'll be such like you know a cool story like you've walked into the watch store you know you had a good experience you got the book and that's uh, that's a beautiful story so now for me to miss out on those like good stories where like you can have or create a good experience and the customer comes yeah. back. And for me, when you create stories like that, that's where you have longevity because, you know, let's say I managed to get that Hublot watch and let's say I have a family, you know, my, my son will see the watch and he'll be like, oh, that's my father's brand. Let me get that watch. So... For me to ignore those little things can really be stabbing you in the future. And it, it, it can cost you in a big way. You know, you never too mm. big a business to 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 you know give quality service. And and exactly the point you're making in that you want to have longe- longevity in the business that you operate because you know I, I imagine for anyone running a business you wanna you want it to last beyond your lifetime. You know, um, mm. so it's important even from the leadership to keep the thing on the pulse. Like, you know, guys, you know, the vision should be, you know, everyone must understand the vision. Uh, 
you know, sing from the yeah. same hymn, hymn sheet, if you will, you know. Um, and that's why the luxury brands, I think, do so well because there's a consistent message. Um, you know, the experiences, even if you go to different malls, it's the same, mm. you know. Um, everyone understands the product. They understand how to treat customers. And, and you know, that's that's why, you know, they most of them don't even have to advertise. You know, you, you know where to mm. go. That, 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 that item or brand, so a lot you know there's a lot of lost opportunities in neglecting mm. your customers which is a big part of your brand um very mm. very important uh, so yeah it's, it's, yeah it's, you know if you're gonna service exactly okay but yeah and we've touched on customer service. We can move on to our sneaker releases. That's a nice segue. <laughs> I mean, I haven't personally, like, I think I've entered a few shelf life raffles, but never gone to yeah. Nike sneakers because I'm in sneaker groups and obviously people are just like, oh, we're waiting on the L. So I'm just curious your perspective <laughs> on, like, is it fair how they're releasing sneakers? I know shelf life has started to like announce names on the insta and is there any way it can improve or yeah i you i got so many <laughs> i've got so much to say about that but you know um uh, you're ready <laughs> we're all gonna think it's unfair Ooh. when we take the l you know <laughs> the only guy uh, who doesn't think it was unfair yeah. is the guy that got the shoes <laughs> So, you know what, I, for me, uh, it's unfair in a uh-huh. sense that, you know, it, 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 um, there isn't much transparency around what goes on in the background. Mm-hmm. So no one really knows how many pairs there are, uh, even from your local retailers. Mm-hmm. No one really knows how many pairs make it there, um, which I think is most people's mm-hmm. frustration. So you can publish names, sure. We publish 20 names. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go twenty pairs. <laughs> like, you know, there's probably people will say, you know, how many pairs were there? And you know, how many in inverted commas made it through the back door? <laughs> back door. Oh, oh. So, yeah, you know, and and you know, with all due respect to uh the you know the the the, the you know, one of the the uh, sneaker resellers, but you know, it's 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 one of those controversial mm. topics, um, but also, it's 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 the not so great side of the culture in that you know, for some some people just will not play fair, and for all we know, there aren't there aren't forty pairs, there are actually twenty. You know, that's the number of names that were mm. published, and that's great. But I think that transparency will go a long way in building that trust because mm. there's a lot of mistrust from. Uh, sneakerheads uh which now it, that frustration also um you know is 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 taken out on resellers you know because i can i can mm. also tell you that the resellers that are doing this mm-hmm. by the book how they operate is that they have people mm. who come to them and they buy shoes from them to mm-hmm. resell again you know then there'll be those mm. odd few that do things you know in a in a not so uh, ethical way, if I can call it. So, you know, there's a lot of like mm. in everything, there's a lot of bad elements, but also 
good in that you know um you know there's 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 a lot of you know the whole experience creates a lot of excitement it's just sad when you don't get the things that you want um but we must all also remember one thing that the nike themselves or the retailers are in the business of selling shoes so for them you can't expect so much from them because they still sell out their shoes in any case so for them why go through all the trouble of you know you know spending money on on creating systems that are going to you know um i'm going to say fight um you know the unfairness but from their side they're still going to sell out if they they drop 100 pairs they're still going to sell 100 pairs you know so mm. i don't have a lot of you where there's concern um because then there's the goes into the topic <laughs> of bots people using super computers yeah. if you yeah. that so <laughs> super computers Sheesh. Yeah. you saw money <laughs> must be good then <laughs> super computers <laughs> they they gave a, a huge turn as you know i saw so, uh, someone posted earlier um uh, uh, you know, he's got a, a pair of bread toes, and someone asked him, you know, how did you get those? Was it a raffle? So he said, twenty uh, back in twenty, you know, twenty. I asked him, was it a raffle? He's like, no, I bought them like there was an online drop, and that's like a now foreign concept, you know, to actually just find what you want. And it's it's very rare, so it's raffles now, or, or you know, drops like on the sneakers app. That's like you know, it's seconds, mm. you know. Um, it's 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 the game is tough, man. It's tough and it's sad because some people just don't play fair. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. I think I've seen. I don't know if you know the sneaker YouTuber Sneakerhead in the Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much love to that guy. I think it's it's cool and sad. Like he will. The good thing about him is he'll go and buy sneakers, but I love how he treats it because, like, he doesn't lowball you because that's what you see on a lot of these groups. Like, he offers you a decent price, and you see the margins where they're not that much. Yeah. But for me, I think... I don't know. I think for me, um, it just depends on... Like, like what you said with the Nike point, that, you know, they're making money. And I just have, like, this correlation with, like, almost... Okay, wow, I'm too deep into watches right now. <laughs> Let's use Rolex as an example. Yeah. So Rolex, like, obviously, their Submariner is their most popular option. Yeah. And everybody, like, they're basically sold out most of the time. So for them, it's that's such a good place to be in because you got... No shade to Adidas, but Adidas with like, their boost models, yeah. which every year we know that you're going to end up at the outlets or Black Friday, then you're going to go and buy them. Yeah. So in terms of like making money or how good the brand is doing, Nike's in like such a good place where the supply is at the sweet spot and the demand is like, you know, you've seen the Dior... Um, yeah. I don't know, I think it was your Mzanzi who, um, like, posted on IG, like, 5 million people entered the Air Dior raffle, which is crazy. Yeah, crazy. 
crazy, crazy mm. and, and 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 that's that's what a lot of people need to understand in that, um, mm. you know, Nike will never drop pairs for five million people. You have to accept mm. that because they need a. I'm gonna make the Dior drop as an example to keep the hype mm-hmm. alive. You know, um, mm. you know if they, I mean, if they flooded the market with pairs, no one would care about you know your hype sneakers. They don't care. So it's great business for them to limit numbers and to keep mm. Nike keep Nike in the news. You know, we've been talking about Dior sneakers for how long now? Before they release. <laughs> After they drop, yeah. After you know, we're gonna still be talking about them. They weren't in your mind then the entire time. Meanwhile, they dropped a handful of pairs that cost a lot of money. They're now in the resale market. In your, in your, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're gonna walk into a store and be like, you know, I didn't get the pair I wanted, but let me get a pair of Nikes, you know. And we're still talking about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 a it's a it, it's all part of their business as well, you know, because people say a lot mm. of this, say this all the time, like, you know, Nike must just drop more more pairs. That's not going to happen. We can forget that. Mm. You know, that, the same. That's the same day that people stop caring about the hype shoes. Mm. We must accept that, that dynamic of people. Like, you know, if 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 something if, if there's something in abundance. You know, then in mm. human nature that we like, we stop appreciating it and what it, you know, what it means, you know. So we're going to still be seeing, we're going to be seeing this for for some time. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people become sad because mm. they really want the sneakers. But, you know, you, you must just take mm. your L and make peace with it. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think. (laughs) I mean, the L taking the L is obviously not a nice thing. But I think the good, the bright side is that, like, I don't know. I think it was maybe this year, but there was like I think a month where like Yeezys were legit dropping every Saturday. So. At least we, you can keep in mind that you're gonna have more opportunities. But sheesh, man, the road to the W is gonna take a while. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually quite—it's quite ironic because you know there are mm. more Yeezys now. Uh, well, at, at the time, like uh, there were more, there were more Yeezys dropping, you know, than than Jordan yeah. every other week you had. But mm. still, it was like. You know, you still had to try hard to get your 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 Yeezy. You still had raffles mm. and taking L's even at that stage. Um. So so what it tells me is that there's a lot of sneakers. Mm. There's a lot of us. Mm. <laughs> there's a lot of us. And mm. yep, yep, yep. We're growing. <laughs> there's people that have money to buy, you know, multiple pairs, uh, and that's good for them. Mm. But you know. Yeah. And another thing people take for granted is, you know, uh, the 350s, when they when they, mm. they started dropping more and more, people were like, Yeezy is dead. Or, you know. Uh-huh. You remember the Yeezy 350 butters? Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm happy or sad I passed on them because, like, those things actually sat for so long. Yeah. And even the Sesame's, man. 
and then now everybody's complaining about limited supply. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh, like with the with being obsessed, uh, I was actually chatting to a friend like, the zebras, they restocked mm. for a third time, right? And mm. at the second time, people are like, ah, man, uh, you know, the zebras, uh, you know, that colorway is like, you know, it's, 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 it's going to be, you know, it's not going to be popular anymore. No one's going to want them. Try and get mm. a pair of zebras today. If you're lucky, you'll probably pay between five and six grand. Still today. Yeah. They first dropped like 2018, you know. It tells you a lot about how popular Jesus have become. And another thing that people under, under, under they, they, they don't really stress enough about the Yeezy 350s is how comfortable mm-hmm. those shoes are. They're super mm. comfortable and they, they go with almost anything, you know. So I, I think that's what made it a popular option to your usual uh, Jordans in that it gave you a different mm. style, but it was it's also very, very comfortable. And that's why I think it makes it so popular. Yeah. Like, even today, if they drop, they'll still sell out. Mm. You know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point you raised. And for me, like, obviously, we can get into the Air Jordan 1 versus Easy 350 debate. <laughs> but the way I see it is that, um, like, for me, I think if I think of sustainability, I think, the Yeezy 350, I mean, this is going to be controversial, take so bear with me. You can compare it to the Air, the Air Force Ones because um, it's obviously the Air Force Ones are more available, yeah. but the Yeezy 350s, like you've seen a lot of people wear them, you know, it's comfortable. And I think slowly it's becoming like, yeah. dare I say, a universal design. Like when you see that, the model you know okay those are easy 350s you know it and i think yeah that's good i mean kanye said he wanted to have a lot of people wear his shoes obviously he signed a deal with gap so it seems like it's going there and yeah i mean i think for a brand (laughs) like you take the air force ones you need that shoe like a shoe which you can drop. And even in South Africa, I know it still sells out and year in, year out, which is insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's a staple for every sneakerhead, you know. I mean, you know, Air Force mm-hmm. One is just one of those, you know, must-haves, you know, in any, you know, colorway. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're, it's a beautiful basic sneakers that you can really dress with anything. And I think at the end of the day, that's what, most sneakerheads want they want that versatility from a a I'm gonna call it a staple sneaker that you can wear with mm. almost anything. So I think that's where you know mm. Kanye that's where it is. It's great that mm. numbers are limited now, but you know I think he, he mm. really wants his brand to be a household brand, and I think it makes not only business sense but you know. Um, you know that you want to you don't want to limit supply so much that you know um it just frustrates people and they can never get they never get their hands on it you know there'll be a few colorways that are hard to get but i think the direction yeah. which is taking is great just make the shoes available to the people that's 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 a better legacy mm. than you know than being known for yeah 
people never being able to get their hands on the sneakers. I don't think that makes any sense. Mm. Yeah, I think it's yeah just on that we can jump <laughs> jump on that so we can talk about fear of god now i think i don't know how you feel about fear of god i'm just interested to hear what, like what's your thoughts on the brand the sneakers and obviously the clothing um fear of god, i actually don't have a lot of you know i actually don't have any personal items from the brand um but mm-hmm. i like you know i i think you know for for me it's just the accessibility to the brand here locally because we don't get a lot of, you know, yeah. stuff to bring bring it in. Um, but I really like the the earthy colors and uh, just the out of the box, uh, you know, designs that they have. You know, it's not what it's not what you you would usually see. Um, mm. So so yeah, I'd I'd love to see more of the brand's presence in you know in in our country. I think it might take a while, but you know I, I'm really you know that there's always you know there's when you whenever you see the brand and how it's you know placed and how they advertise their their stuff, it's actually done very in a very unique way, and it's it's very different from your normal. Um, you know, different from a, a um, I'm gonna say a a Nike or Adidas. You know, so I'm hoping to see mm. the brand. Very very excited. But I must say, you know, at first when I saw the name, I was like, Gee, "Fear of God." Okay, that's a bold statement there. <laughs> What's mm. that about? You know, as, as you educate yourself more about the brand, you know, they kind of understand. You know, and it 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 it's good. I mean, you get people talking. You you know, with a name like that. Obviously, you know you get people asking more questions and wanting to know more about it. So, hoping to see more from the brand, mm-hmm. you know, as they yeah. expand more and come into our country. Yeah, I think for me, I'm I'm kind of still on the fence because I mean it's a beautiful brand. I love what they're doing with the sneakers is like amazing. Yeah, but the only problem I have with them is that. I feel like they might need to drop the prices because I've seen a lot of sneakerhead YouTubers like usually rave about fear of God, yeah. but uh, I know the people who are into the fear of God usually only buy it when they have like their, I think yearly sale, which they do every year. Yeah. So what ha- ends up happening is that nobody pays retail. Most people buy it when they're on sale, which is very sad. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I don't. You know, it it makes you wonder, like you know, what what the brand stance is on, you know, um, moving. I'm gonna say volumes, uh, because mm. it needs to make business sense. You can't price your product so so high or too far from you know what your competitors are charging. Uh, one wonders whether it's strategic, mm. or you know, it's it's just a matter of you know, I don't know, principle that, you know, this is what we charge and what have you. But if most people are buying the stuff on sale, it should tell you something that, you know, mm. maybe you want to create a, you know, you want to, you want to get people to, to buy your stuff. Isn't that what business is about, mm. you know? Um, but yeah, yeah one wonders what kind of strategy that is. But, you know, I think that's an important point. The accessibility, yeah. Only is it not available here, mm. but the price point is is is, is quite 
quite yeah the price point is crazy like um I've, i remember just looking through the website and a pair of jeans costs eight hundred dollars yeah. and that's just a pair of jeans <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy but what, what i mean mm. we can ask that about many other brands hey, where you know someone would be like you know why mm. would a car cost anything? you know um so yeah i think like, mm. i think there's a lot of dynamics that we perhaps don't understand maybe it's just a different market they're trying mm. to reach or yeah i but, think you know i i yeah i think man, yeah. There's, there's a lot of the way the yeah the way i yeah, they. I think they might be trying to pull like a designer on us because um, I feel like if you're gonna charge like eight hundred or ask a lot, I think as a yeah. consumer, I want to know why should I pay eight hundred for this when I can get like a good pair of Levi's for I don't know a hundred dollars or less. So mm-hmm. like eight hundred, obviously, it's a lot of money. And I don't know if the target market would be able because I would assume the target market is young people and I'd assume most young people are in yeah. school or college. So unless you're like a wealthy person, 800 is like a lot. <laughs> it's steep. Eh? Like, you know, it, 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 you, you, and I think that's where, you know, the, the students and young people that's a huge market mm. you know that's a huge market that you don't mm. want to neglect and i think for them maybe they need to you know even if you're going to create it like a sub category or sub brand or whatever that makes it you know mm. a bit more accessible maybe have your staple items that you know people can afford <clears throat> while they you know plan for the more expensive items um but yeah like Jeez, eight hundred dollars for pair of jeans. <laughs> I don't. I think there's, yeah, you know, there's, there's not too many people that would be willing to just pay that money. Mm. It's quite a sizable amount. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's man. One world, like, it depends on the direction of the brand. The what, the what mm. they want to get out of, you know out of it or what what experience they want to create for the customers mm. yeah because I think like fear of God you know they've come out of nowhere apparently they're like still a young brand I'm kind of interested to see where they go if prices are going to drop or increase and what that's going to mean for them yeah it, it would be so- I I think you you need to be as a business you you do need to be careful you know you don't wanna you know mm-hmm. um alienate yourself you know um because we we've seen uh, you you know in, in in if you go back in history you know there's been many expensive brands that just need that just had to shut down you know um mm. because, because it just you know, it's, it, it, with luxury items, they fall victim a lot to to mm. that, and that. You know, they simply just can't sell. You know, in a, in a mm. economy struggling, and that happens worldwide. So, you know, one one hopes that um, 
you know, we'll still still see quality brands like these because, you know, it 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 it's you know, there's there's a place for them, but you know, one just mm. you know, find that the the right spot where they want to be, and it it, it and I, I you know I, I I like to always go back to the reselling game also because there's a mm-hmm. lot of lessons there in that you get guys that really want to. They can get the shoes, but they really want to now get the most out of every pair. So they end up charging mm-hmm. ridiculous amounts, and then you know, shoes. Mm. They end up being stuck with the shoes. You know, then they have to. Mm. So you mm-hmm. know, there's no, there's no, <laughs> you know, you got to think about the customers as well and treat them fairly. You know, mm. and, you know, they, they, you can't milk the customer. For every, mm. so it's the same with with your brands as well. You gotta be reasonable in terms of the value that you're giving and the the, the product that you're giving. You know, there needs to be a fair ex- exchange there. And, uh, you know, brands, even big brands, need to constantly think about that because no no brand is safe from closing down. You know, um, mm-hmm. is is exposed to that risk. And you know, mm. one bad, bad year, one or two bad years, and that means you 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 shut mm. you shut down. Mm. Yeah, I think when I think of, like, I'm pretty sure you've seen the news of that website Palo Pizzi. I think that's what it's called, closing down in I think Johannesburg and uh. I was super like disappointed when yeah. I heard that announcement because I was honestly going to fly out to Johannesburg just to try out the common yeah. projects and that happens and I'm like I didn't yeah. even get to see the store. <laughs> yeah, business business is hard. Business is hard. It's mm. hard like and 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 you know you think about you know the lost job you know people that lost jobs and you know whether mm. Could have been saved, and you know, we all need to realize that you know, if, if businesses need to make sure that they, 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 how do they make make it worthwhile for the customer? That's where your money comes from. You know, people come, mm. coming into your store because there's just maybe you know the value that you you know the value your value proposition is just not where it should be or you don't deliver on your promise or, you know, mm. just, just people want to get what they pay for, you know, and you, you stop giving them, mm. you know, it's, it, they start pulling back and going elsewhere, you know? Uh, so, so you, you've got to be aware of the customer. Like it goes back to where we, we, we started the conversation, you know, customer service, mm. one of those things you've got to look after. That's your bread and butter. You stop looking after them, mm. you're not gonna see them coming through the door. You know? mm. That's a that's where your money comes from. There's yes, there's your cost mm. that you need to take care of and how you manage that. Very important, but gotta make sure that your revenue is coming in all the time. And it's sad mm. when big brands, you know, have to kind of all that history just has to shut down, you know. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah, it's not never a good thing to see. 
Yeah, I kind of wonder, and that this is a question which I always think about, like, obviously there are a lot of luxury brands, and I think at time like now you can see, like, a lot of brands are being affected. Like, you just look around, and there are sales going on, like, everywhere. <laughs> and it just shows you, obviously the brand is not saying it, but I know that the brand is, like, hurting yeah. So you kind of wonder, like, how, obviously we are kind of going through a mini recession. Yeah. And <laughs> obviously brands don't want to hear this from me, but I'm going to tell you right now that, or the person listening, like, if you, now is a good time to save money and just think smartly. <laughs> but I mean, I just wonder, like, how, how are brands going to bounce back? Because, I, I mean... Yeah. spending money now 2020 whether you have it or not i'm pretty sure people are more like conscious they're not just gonna throw money right now i could imagine yeah yeah it, it and and it's a it's a really tough time for pretty much everyone because now you're thinking we just got hit by you know covid19 you know no one mm-hmm. knows what's around the bend you know in a week's time, we could find ourselves in a different environment where we are now. So, you know, we, 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 a lot of people are now starting to appreciate that life is unpredictable. It's unpredictable. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. That's why people are being now conscious of where they spend their money, how they spend their money, mm. uh, planning for the future, you know, because you could, you could lose your, your business or your job overnight, literally. Mm. You know? And that's what this experience has taught us. So I hope even from this, we all learn to save mm. a little bit more, plan for rainy days, you know, mm. <clears throat> and to, 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 to make sure that you have a backup plan because this is a perfect, you know, perfect example of how unpredictable life can be. And, 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 it's 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 sad, it's sad really, you know, and I, I hope, you know, for those that are that find themselves in a difficult position, you know, that things get better. You know, um, you know, no no one deserves to be struggling in any way. Um so I really hope like things bounce back. It's gonna take time. The outlook, you know, for yep. any any publication you read, you know, for be it from the banks, retailers. Mm. You know, it, it 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 recovery will take a long time worldwide, and mm. I know I, I hope you know we find ourselves being a little bit more innovative and and shaping a different future mm. for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I hope so as well. I think you know I've been reading a lot of financial books right now, and the common thing I'm hearing is that like you need. Like if you have a savings account, you need to have three months worth of, let's say, they say salary, but I'd assume you'd have, you need to have like, let's just say running costs and food and transport, those three things. So for me, like going through a time like now, you're hearing stories of teachers, doctors who haven't been paid for longer periods than that. So in my head going into like saving right now, I'm like, okay three is the target but even if let's say i'm having a good month still put more aside 
because you really don't know what's gonna happen exactly. or just preparing for like the worst case scenario exactly because you know that three months three months can go very quickly you know you look at like where mm. we come from even with the lockdown you know um mm. i think march april may june yeah. so you're looking at tough times which it feel it doesn't feel like it's been that long eh? uh but it it, mm. it it actually been you know that long and imagine if three months saving now it's like sheesh I've run out what then so mm. you know the goal needs to be you know a little bit longer than that um to help you survive you know while you make alternative plans uh but you definitely mm. need to be straight longer than three months <laughs> you know it's just yeah <laughs> It's our reality now, you know. It's it's mm. as sad as it is, you know. We have to plan for all the the all these unpredictable situations. You can't plan for everything, but you know you can you can try and be prepared nope. as best as you can. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We try. We try. Twenty twenty. Planning ahead. You know, doing your. Mm. Oh yeah, and last question I do have is like, how do you think companies are gonna like bounce back? Obviously, we've spoken about the luxury brands and normal brands. Like, how do you think? Like, if let's say you were like the head of a company, what would you think you'd be focusing on right now to get like stabilize things? Yeah, I I I think um you know there's there's there's, there's there needs to be a strong collaboration between, I think it, it, it's been there in the past, but I think government and business need to kind of, um, I'm going to say, put their heads together more because without the help of, of, of you know, mm-hmm. government and, you know, having the policies that encourage uh, business and investment, you're going to struggle there. So, you know, business can't do it, do it on their mm-hmm. own. Um, but you know, that aside, that's, that's one part of it, but I think that aside, businesses now need to be, uh, they need to diversify and they need to, mm-hmm. again, going back they need to give value. So as a luxury, as a, as a provider of, of luxury goods, you know, you need to look at how now you can <laughs> diversify. Your, your your business, you know, as you, as you should have been, because mm. you don't want to put your eggs in one basket, you know. So now you're looking at, gee, okay, mm. what do people need, you know, right now? Where where's their focus? And you know, it's not going to be, you know, there's the, there's rich people that are going to be focusing on Gucci items and Louis Vuitton or whatever. But you know, they, mm. what, right now, what what it, what do people need? And I like what I'm seeing, where you're seeing companies now looking at okay, now we're doing masks, you know, we're going to do masks. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there's, some, there's something I saw on Instagram. It's like a, mm. it's like a little key. Uh, so, yeah, you use that mm. to, to the, the, I forgot what they call it, but it's to for you to avoid touching things. So, like, you can pull things mm. with it, or you can push things with it. You know, it's little innovations like that. So, from that now, mm. it creates, a, because there's a need for that now. A small item like that, mm. but like now you can't be touching things with your fingers, you know, because obviously, for mm-hmm. um, 
So now we need to start thinking out the box, like, okay, what do people need and what are they going to need to survive through this period? Things are going to get better, but maybe it's five years from now. Mm. So as a business owner, I'm thinking, what do I do now? And let me not be ashamed to change my direction. So I'll own a Louis store maybe, mm. but maybe I want to open mm-hmm. the something, well, not a shop, or something that's like, a, I'm going to, no offense to shop, right? But, you know, you want to mm-hmm. enter that market so that you can diversify and not have your eggs in one basket. So the, I think the luxury mm-hmm. brand have been doing that long ago, you know, because they're the first casual mm-hmm. where, where the economy suffers. So I think mm-hmm. you want to diversify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And prepare for the worst. Yeah, I yeah, I I'm with you on that one. Like, although we <laughs> drug shop, um, drag shop right in the mud, but like I was having a conversation with my cousin, and you yeah. know, I wanted to make a big purchase, which is not good at this time, and we're just talking <laughs> about watches, and I was like, okay, Rolex, uh, and then he's like, yo, don't do that. It's like we're going through a recession, and don't. And it it makes sense because like especially with times right now, unless you're like a very rich person, you're not you're yeah. not gonna like just throw money like that. But then again, um, it's gonna be tough because I know there are some brands who have like benefited off of like stable economies. Now mm. everything shut down, and brands which maybe are like upper echelon of the luxury market i only wonder if they'll still continue or they'll have just have to shut down yeah it's 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 tough it's tough for them um but what there's there is one interesting thing though even 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 during these tough times you see you, you know you see the 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 luxury brands taking a knock but what i've realized is that mm. there's a so there's there's still a lot of very wealthy people, you know. So even those people, fine, they're taking precautions, but the fact that people are still making expensive purchases, you know, they're still going out there and um, cars are being bought. <laughs> exactly. Even now, like people are buying sneakers, you know. It's it's ridiculous. Mm. When we went into lockdown. <laughs> I thought to myself, okay, this might mean that I might actually need to shut down this business for some time, right? Mm. To my surprise, you know, April and May, for me, arguably, mm-hmm. you know, were the best months mm-hmm. since, you know, mm. since we've, 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 we've been in the business. So it made me start asking myself mm. questions and I'd go around asking people, uh, you know, to mm-hmm. to just try and understand the dynamics of that, and it just, it just what it shows is that you know there's people that are, uh, uh, they still have the money, but it just depends now mm-hmm. on where they they're directing those resources to. There's there's obviously people that are mm-hmm. severely by this, but you know, there's mm-hmm. people that continue to have money, and that talks to also just your inequalities and society you know mm. we should be concerned yeah. about that as well. mm. there's an uneven yeah. uneven spread mm. of wealth 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I think it's it's just the unfortunate side because obviously I think I've said in one of the previous podcasts that like I travel three times a year. Obviously, this year I'm not going to be going anywhere, but I, it's just so hard to kind of comprehend like the how varied like you know the wealth is like separated and it's one of those things where like especially for me as a privileged person I always have to you know obviously do what I can to help the disadvantaged but I kind of wonder if we have to word it differently because for me you know there's always been like that tension between the rich poor and middle class yeah but it's not supposed to be there because as you know a human being we're supposed to support each other especially in times like this you know mm-hmm. every people are unemployed yes and you know the country we don't, we're not sure where things are gonna go so i think obviously you know i understand you know we all have families family comes first and that stuff but there has to be like a level of dignity like okay let me help this and it's it's yeah. not a good thing to see someone on the streets begging because I have nothing to do. It's never a good sight. No, it's not at all. Not at all. And and it it's it's you know it it baffles me like how you know society works. You know, or why we're okay with mm. them. Why it's normal. You know, um, where you know e- e- even. And this is not, you know, to 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 really, um, you know, point fingers at wealthy people and what, mm-hmm. you know, yep. but some simple things like a working, uh, you know, a working government because there's a lot of money that's that mm-hmm. goes into, you know, um, you know, you know, from from the revenue that our government generates, but it's not being directed mm-hmm. in the correct way. So, you know, I would be more than happy to be paying you know i don't mind paying my taxes but you know with when you mm. know when it's openly when it's you know an open secret mm. world that portion of it is going to go to a fruitless and wasteful expenditure or irregular expenditure. Mm. that's money that you're yeah. going to destitute uh, people and kids and helping them to 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 make society better you know, so we've become mm. so um, accepting of that and accustomed to that that you know we accept accept the world as you know as it is. You know, we don't frown upon things mm. like that. You know, we don't, we don't really show how 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 unhappy we are about that, and you know, we just mm. ignore those things. Like poor people, we ignore them. Struggling people, we ignore them. We don't do our part. We don't play our role, and mm. you know, our, our our it's just disturbing. And I hope, you know, as we raise, you know, as we grow up and we hopefully raise children and we teach them to be better people, mm. to care more about mm. others than you know than yeah. doing just. A- <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's really... yeah, and I just wanted to bring up a story which okay let me let me just say I'm not showing off I'm not bragging but I don't really like share a lot of these stories which 
like of me giving to others but yeah i remember when i was i think i was probably like 15 or 16 and i used to like travel on the taxis to school yeah, those were simpler yeah. times man <laughs> so every <laughs> morning like um i'd usually pass through like homeless people and i'd make like some extra bread like simple stuff bread with Poloni, that was before escort, <laughs> so don't <laughs> escort. Oh, no, okay, but I I made like simple <laughs> I made simple bread with poloni, and yeah. I always used to like look for homeless people, you know, to give food, and it was funny and weird for me because I'm like was just such a little kid, yeah, like just helping these adults. And I remember one day I was doing that yeah. and the storekeeper came out and I, I was like, okay, what is this guy going to say to me? And he was like, you're doing a good job. And like, he said something like, you have a good heart. And I was like, yeah. wow. You're right. And it was a good feeling and it was good, but also sad because, you know, you kind of wish there were more people out there going out and yeah. doing things. Rather yeah. than just sitting on social media and tweeting like, oh, I've donated this and that. And yeah. I think that's why I'm not really on it. Because I think, for me, I think, obviously, actions speak louder than words. But coming from a good place, not a place where you're like, okay, let me do this. So that these guys don't talk. Or let me go join the riot so that the feminists don't come and say anything. So it's just coming <laughs> from a genuine place <laughs> because you want to you know you want to do mm. that imagine if we had everyone doing a little bit of that you know even mm. once a week you know or even once a month mm. for that for that matter you know where you mm. did a little bit more for others than 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 yourself and we can all we can all learn from that because i think now people are focused more on you know the, getting that that glory or compliments around Jeez, you you've done the you're giving to people and you know that's that's one thing that bothers me on social media is when people are helping mm-hmm. others and you want to record that mm-hmm. you know you want to record someone at mm-hmm. that moment and you know, that never goes away like there's always gonna you know you're gonna be showing their face on social media and you mm-hmm. give away that that dignity just help people in private. Mm-hmm. And keep it moving, you know. Are you doing it for for them? Mm. Doing it for you, you know. I don't. I, I don't. I, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing, but you know, just think about mm-hmm. the person you're helping, and whether it's in a dignified way, you know. Uh, mm. Do your do your part, but in a you know di- dignified way, and let's all just do do a little bit more for 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 others, even if you can. You know, mark it on your calendar for once a week or once a month. It'll make a huge mm. difference, you know. And you know, I, I'm I'm actually happy to hear your story in that you know your parents did a great job. Mm. They taught you that that's okay. something that is important, you know. Um, mm. So yeah, yeah I'm, shout I'm out actually very <laughs> <really> happy. <laughs> mm. Now they raised yeah. you well, man. Yeah, no, my put mom. Him, him, I think put him there. Yeah, I think for me, it's been like a funny journey for me because like my mom, just like hearing yeah. her upbringing, like we 
came from wealth and then we lost it then we gained it again so yeah we've always been in a good position but not for the most time but although like we have money or um it may look like i'm doing good i don't yeah. i don't act like the conventional privileged guy like i always look out for people and yeah, i've just learned that these material things are really like not important there are if you want to like, okay, let's say go get jobs or you know attract some women but like behind the scenes when like you know you <laughs> you're really going through stuff and like you're keeping it honest like people are really not gonna look back and be like oh Tabo's that guy who had those Jordans. Oh, Tabo's that guy who had this. No, <laughs> these are the stories exactly. which you know people are going to be speaking about, and like you can tell yeah. your children, like, oh, I remember I helped that person, or I donated this, and it, yeah. you don't need to make it public, man. It's so much stronger when you like share it with people who you love, and yeah. it just adds to the story. Exactly, and and people that you know, even people appreciate that more, you know, when when you're not doing it for mm. glory, but you know, more to even ins- just inspire others or give hope to others, mm. you know, that's the key because you know we 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 just we we just lose sight of what's important. Like we 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 do things and we don't mm. we don't even quote like why am I doing this or does this make 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 sense, you know. Um, so we, we, as, as a person to do a lot of introspection and just think about your life and, you know, what it is that you're doing, you know, we're not saying you must, you know, be going out there and giving and what have you, but just make sure that you're living Mm. your life the best way possible, that it can, it can really, Mm. you know, inspire someone else, you know, um, but yeah, Mm. it's it's life. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> tricky Yo, and last point i know we are stretching over an hour and i just want to say to you guys yeah. that just um you know wherever you are you know you can do something you are important i think i don't know i think i've been doing a lot of good things but the only block which i think i had was that you know you kind of think like oh let me become this big thing then i'm gonna give i'm gonna give more and i think yeah. it's for me as a person it's much better to do it now so that if i become something big you know people can be like okay this guy was doing this from the jump so and it also adds to the authenticity because i mean i mean maybe the celebrities are doing out of a good place i would not know but i think for you know the story and you know the narrative it would be much better to be like oh I was doing this ever since I was 15 rather than like, I just started the foundation, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and it, it, mm. it, 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 you know, you have to build that habit because, you know, I, I imagine mm. when you trying to build that habit at a, at a much later stage, you know, you might be like, uh, like a billionaire, but only giving away like a hundred K, you know, because you just not, you know, you haven't built that habit of, of helping others or, or, or mm. you know, just making it a norm to, to give, you know. So better better if, you know, you started at grassroots. And that's, that's why for young people, you know, as someone who can mm. guide some 
younger you should do that so that it builds those good qualities you know because people you know mm. we grow and learn from others we learn a lot from other people mm. and we must just encourage young people to just be the best they can be all the time we, you know make sure we, we, we encourage them and we nudge them in the right direction Mm. yeah i agree i was gonna end it here but you touched on such a good point like i think that should be our last point really stretching it out but you said um you know encourage them and you know i find with you know children i'm i'm 19 but i'm still a kid you know um yeah it's very important to see how people act and do yeah. things because although, you know, you might not want to admit it, but subconsciously, like what kids or children go through and see what happens at the home is what most likely what they'll be doing when they leave the yeah. house. So like becoming a better person for yourself can really like save a lot of people and it just boosts the like development because if like you know you're good and kids are doing well then they can only improve from there exactly exactly so you know you need to be con as someone who's older you you know as an elder you need to be conscious of how you're contributing you know to to the next generation you know like young young people are always watching to see you know what the older older generation is doing you know, they mimic them and they learn from them and, you know, so how you carry yourself. Yes, great. Live and your life. Live your best life. But it's no. important to, to lead by oh, example okay. <laughs> as well. Wait, let me you stop. know, and, and just try do your best, Ooh. you know. Um, so, yeah, we just need to lead by no. example. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I, you know, talking to someone like yourself gives me, hope because you know at your age you started the podcast and you know there's a lot of positivity that you try okay and we are live <laughs> you know i don't even know how many times we've tried to film this wrap up but hopefully it works this time yeah. <laughs> so like we tried to say previously we were just touched on a point on just being better leaders for the next generation Yeah, um, and I think uh, <laughs> just to tie it in with our, you know, with the subject we started and started with, you know, with the, you know, just to, you know, go go back to that theme in that, you know, the OGs out there and the purists, you know, I think it's mm. up to us to to really welcome the younger generation and and teach them and be be more accepting of them and their choices, and just to educate mm. them. It, it, you know there's there's a lot of harm that can you know that ridicule can cause you know um so let's learn these habits now in in help helping you know those young and us to to feel good about themselves and to be able to mm. to, to to you know treat those around them better you know we all we all have our role to play and that that applies in any any part of society, you know, uh, be conscious of that. Be conscious of how you treat people around you. You know, mm-hmm. you know when you when you interact with people, treat them with respect because we, you know, we mm-hmm. we we're all just trying to survive and 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 live life as yeah. best. 
So let's remember that in everything that we do. Yeah, I agree. I think um, you know, I've uh, funny enough, I've been on YouTube a lot, and I like saw this video of a a famous boxer who was bullied as a kid, and he came like came across his bully later on, and he was in like the position of power because he's a world champion, and his bully is homeless. And what he did was crazy because, um, you know, the normal guy would probably, like, insult the bully or beat him up. But this guy, like, got out of his car, shook his hand, and gave the bully money because he was homeless. And I was like, bro, that's a lot you can learn right there because, um, you know, love it or not, you know, people make mistakes. And obviously, we're not going to justify, you know, abusing bully people are bringing trauma but to to be so mature like not because i mean you know there's a lot of beef and i've obviously been involved in it but you know at the end of the day you know nobody wins and you know there's so much better things we could be doing with our time exactly exactly and and, you know it's it's up to us how we you know what what we take out, out of each experience you know um mm. you're gonna go back there and try to kind of make people mm-hmm. feel like how you felt you know what good does that mm. do it does no good mm. at all you know we mm. we as we grow we, we we change and we become better people for you know you know mm. yes we don't end bullying but that person could now be mm. you know they, they could feel horrible for what they did you know mm. or you teach them that you know this is just not how you you treat people, you know, and mm. and we just have to be conscious of that all the time, you know, how we treat others and just get you mm. make make life easier, easy for other people. Life is hard mm. as it is, you know. Yeah, so, <laughs> and, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think that's how I approach everything because I know you know life can be difficult. I mean, you don't even need to go to school or go outside, but it's just this dread. And, you know, for me, the way I combat it is just, you know, showing respect and all that stuff. And you just realize, and you find it weird, like, you know, you need more people like me out there, you know, because I think you need to, like, have a positive outlook and you need to be wanting to, like, do a bit more because I feel like it's easy to become content like you can use the example of paying taxes like okay i've paid my taxes i'm a good person yeah i mean if you it's only i mean it's good you paid your taxes but i mean it wouldn't be criminal to ask for a bit more like you could be at going out there and doing a lot more do a little bit more for for others you know that we can always Mm. do a little bit more than we think we can you know and we don't Mm. know you know you don't realize just how much other people out there need need help, you know. Um, mm. And if we're in a place of privilege, you know, we can try and reach out and help others. Like, it's the least we can do, you know, because mm. no one wants to be at a disadvantage. You know, no one wants mm. you know, to be poor or desperate or, you know. Yep. People need just, they need help and, you know, no, no, you know, mm. sometimes 
can help. You know, sometimes you can just do. And another yeah. point I'd like to add is that um, I think for me, like the most, the best way to help a person, like <laughs> I remember you sharing something about like the OGs and the other group is that um, like that's how I approach most things. Like when I need to help a person or somebody likes having a Kanye moment online, like yeah. just like walking them through what what went wrong and how they can do it because I feel like for the most part like especially with cancel culture these days you know you just bash somebody and then you just leave them in the dust and it's so much better to like walk through them walk with them (laughs) walk with them through the process so that they understand what is going on and they're like okay this guy actually cares about me exactly because they, they, you obviously need to give them that opportunity because, you know, you know, sometimes people just want to, they just need to learn about the mistakes that they make and, and how to make better decisions going forward, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, ganging up on someone or, you know, the whole cancel culture, it doesn't help anyone mm-hmm. because there's someone else who's watching and thinks that it's okay to do that, you know. You could teach that person you know, that actually there's a better way of doing things or, or, you know, to deal with the situation, you know, but so much anger on social media, so much negativity. Someone take a stand and be like, no, this is actually Mm. not how you want to do this. You know, you want to do things a little bit better. You want to just, you know, you want to spread positivity. Imagine if we all just, you know, <laughs> went out, it, you know, every day to just spread positivity. Mm. It would make a world, the world yeah. much better. Mm. Yeah. And I, I think for, yeah, let me just bring it. <laughs> yeah, we, we could go on for hours on this topic. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think. You know, I don't find it funny, but I find it kind of sad how negative the world has become. That, you know, just simple gestures like, let's say, good morning or hey, you look good today can be like foreign <laughs> to people. <laughs> and it, it kind of begs the question like, what's going on? Because, like, do you want to like have a good person or a, a good husband or. Yeah. You know, do you want to have the abusive husband? And, you know, I mean, the world has, like, put, like, guys in the middle because, like, oh, and you want him to be good and you want him to be bad. And yeah. in my head, you, although you want, like, two of the thing, you need to pick one. Do you want a good man or do you want a bad? That's how <laughs> I see it. <laughs> it, it yeah, yeah. controversial things. Yeah, you want to decide, right? You, you know, it's 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 it, it, mm. you know, I, I, for me, like, the, you know, it's it's just it, it it's a controversial topic, uh, but mm. you know, you gotta, you gotta, I I think for the most part, you know, people want mm. good things and a good life, and mm-hmm. it might be cool to say you want a bit of bad and good, but you know, people mm. want peace of mind and. You know they really want mm. a stable life, so we we've gotta we've gotta stop trying to appeal to what we think people like to see, 
Because like people say a lot of mm. they then post a lot of ridiculous things and you're thinking, well, mm. I mean, sure you want people's attention, but you know, what what <laughs> part of this is real? <laughs> what part mm. of this yeah, yeah, your five fame is great, but you know your your mm. life, you know, what's happening in your life? You know, mm. what, what, the social media is a fast. You know? mm. I hope we can one yeah, day look for positivity. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think positivity is good. You know, like I listening to the song. By J. Cole, I think he called it Friends, and he was rapping about how, you know, it looks cool to do drugs, and, you know, everybody online is posting about it, but he said, don't do it, and I was like, oh, like, <laughs> for him, because he's a rapper, and, you know, when you think of rapper, you think of guy who probably owns a ton of cars, which the label leased for him, you know, does drugs, and does all these funny things, and yeah. Although there are some, like, some young rappers who are straying away from that path, how even for him, like, he's an established guy, but it still sounds foreign, which is not not a good place to be in. Not at all. Not at all. And, mm. You know, it, it's important, even as an individual, you must never, you, mm. you must never forget that at the end of the day, you're an individual. Have your friends and, mm. you know, but be conscious of how they contribute to you as a person and how you contribute to their lives as well. Because, you know, those kind of friendships, you know, some friendships can be destructive. Um, you know, mm. you can keep friends for long, but, you know, there's really no, no, I'm going to call good things that come from that relationship. Maybe, you know, you have a good time or whatever. There's no positivity that comes from, you know, hanging out with them or you know, there's no positive experiences really but you know you keep them around for the sake of keeping them around but you, mm. you know, it's important for you to be aware of what people put into your life and what you put into other people's lives and you know make the right choice you know you either you know you're gonna you're gonna if you have destructive people around you make the choice to you know clean house you know and similarly mm. You know, if you if you're not doing right by people, you know you you must do better. You know, try be a better mm. person, mm. and don't be surprised if they cut you off if you're not. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if you have a lot of those in America, yeah, some in essay, I think. I mean, for me, like when I think of relationships, it doesn't have to be girlfriend or boyfriend, but the core of it has to be surrounded by. You know, we both come together for yeah. the better, if you know what I mean. And Absolutely. if that's not, like, on the basic foundation, then you're really setting yourself up for failure. Exactly, exactly. And, and it, you're just basically wasting your time, you know. Um, mm. Because, you know, life is, life, is, life is too short for you to be wasting you know, precious time on things that are not building you or teaching you how to be better or how to live life as best as possible. So, you know, that's another thing we teach young people is that don't waste time on things that are not going to contribute positively to your life. Mm -hmm. you should not do that. Yeah, and 
Yeah, and like I said last time, like, sheesh, it doesn't take too many bad decisions to, like, ruin your life completely. So it's, exactly. yeah, very important. Mm. Exactly. And, man, it's been, it's been good. Yeah, I mean, thank yeah. you, Sipa, for your time. We've been recording legit overtime, but it's been good conversation. And to the listeners, yeah. I hope you're well. And, yeah, I'm back doing podcasts for now. And whenever I see you guys again, I know it's long, but it's been good conversation. Yeah. I think thanks, Tavo. I really appreciate the time and the platform, and I think that's very important. Um, keep keep yeah. doing what you're doing and trying to reach out to as many people as possible and spread that positivity. Yeah. You know, it's an, it's an underrated yeah. uh, thing, but it's important. This is what, this is exactly what you need, what we need as people. So, Good on you, man. Keep doing your thing. Um, you know, I'll be looking out for more podcasts and listening to the podcasts. And, <laughs> yeah, yep, man. Appreciate it. Keep doing your thing and all the best, man. All the best. Mm, thanks, thanks, thanks. Oh, yeah. The last thing which I need to say, I mean, I, I've found the equipment and I'm probably going to, I'm not sure if I'm going to get it this year, but maybe yeah. next year when we're doing some face-to-face stuff but yeah for now we're still on the same quality but yep yeah, yeah. That'll be lovely. That'll be lovely. can't wait <laughs> i can't wait yep, yep 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 i'm also excited man big 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 things anyway i mean i appreciate you guys tuning in and until next time thank you brother